The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. everybody and welcome to another episode of the panel discussion <laughs> i am one of your esteemed hosts greg Knowlton here that's right greg Knowlton coming at you hard and i am right next to my buddy my compadre mr matt he always leaves them sore but they keep coming back for more johnson <laughs> oh the sidekick's here <laughs> sidekick's here <laughs> <laughs> psych motherfuckers greg's not here it's just me it is Micah. It is Matt. We are here holding down the panel discussion fort, if there is one. Um, yeah. Welcome back. Another week. Yeah, I bamboozled you guys there. Everyone thought that that was uh, someone else. Well, ha, ha, ha. Joke's on you. Uh, yeah, so sorry about not being here last week. <laughs> it's all good. That's the be- You know what? Honestly, that's the best thing about having a group of people is that you can take time off when you need it. Yeah, but it's like, do the listeners prefer when I'm not here? They prefer when you're not here. Do they like it when Greg's not here? Like, what's uh, what, I, I do they like it when they we're all here? Like, you usually, I mean, you get a lot of good feedback, right? You get a lot of good feedback from people listening to the show when you're on. Do I'm on this uh this horror app that's really good. I'm gonna put over called Slashers. Uh, you could just download it in like your Play Store, or whatever. It's just like Facebook for horror. And I'm actually getting mad feedback on there about the show. Good. Yeah. Everything uh, good? Yeah, everything good, man. That makes me happy. Uh, posting it on that uh, different uh, different form of social media, man, just uh, because, you know, the algorithms in Facebook is so fucked that it's tricky. you have to spend money in order to get your shit over now. Yeah. Or you got to find groups. I struggle with panel, getting it out there. Two point, it's really easy. I can find like 30 different pages to share stuff to. Uh, yeah. Panel, it's a little tricky. You think it'd be easier. You think so? You would think it'd be easier, but... Because uh, this is a mad, nerdy show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would think. Yeah. Uh, that's why I don't mess with Instagram. Instagram's super tricky. Well, the thing is, is that I'm actually going to be deleting Facebook soon once the, the gym opens up and I can stop doing online... I, I could stop doing these online Facebook Live classes. Getting rid of Facebook. I'm hearing... Uh, I, I've been reading up on, like, the algorithms and stuff and just all the, the info sharing right. of yours. It's 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 not a conspiracy. Like, all of it's true. Uh, and the algorithms, the stuff that they force you to see is just so fucked up and so one-sided and just so catered to you. Uh, yeah. It's, it's weird. I mean, it's a man-made algorithm, but it's... Uh, it's just... It's, it's frustrating. Really, it's really goofy shit, dude. It's Facebook's not good. It's, uh, it's evil. We're not meant... We're not meant for for that shit. No, we're meant for villages. We're not meant to be globally connected. Even though I hope people listen to this show in other countries. <laughs> I think we have a big following in the Middle East. I think. What? Yeah. Wow. It's really random. We had a lot of people from like on our Facebook page from the Middle East like us. So that's pretty cool. Like on months the, uh, ago. <laughs> Because that's back when Gullah was hosting. Gullah's like, we got a, we got a big following in India. And I'm like, he has fam- He has family there. <laughs> God, that's so weird because uh, the old the other podcast that I was on, the horror one, we actually had a handful of listeners in Brazil. Oh, really? And don't know how that happened. Yeah, it kind of wild. Not just that's like cool. one, just like a handful of them. It's still like cool to think that like somebody from thousands of miles away is giving like you're a part of their routine. Is that a cool feeling? That is is a really cool feeling. When you put in that perspective, it's actually a really cool feeling. Like I said, man, we're not meant for this. We're not at that point yet. Another like 200 years of evolution, we could be globally connected. But right now, we're just meant for Social media, it's it's tough. And honestly, if I wasn't into podcasting and didn't want to get so many listeners, I wouldn't touch it. I'd probably back off. Yeah, it just it's it's like a popularity contest. Nah, it's, it's I don't like, I don't give a shit about your political <laughs> reviews or oh your political views. God, it's ne- it's never ending. I'm guilty of that too, though. But uh, everybody is a little bit. Everybody's a little bit. It's easy to get sucked into that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's true. But hey, we're a comic book podcast, yeah. right? Let's yeah. uh, let's screw talk. all that social Dude, media. Screw crap. all that stuff, man. First things first. The coolest man on the planet right now is working on his own comic book series. I'm talking about Keanu Reeves, dude. That's awesome. Dude, like, he is a modern-day renaissance man. The guy makes motor... Do you know he makes motorcycles? 
I did not know that. So he's really big into the Italian style motorcycle, which is a very particular way of of uh, building it. Like everything's so different as opposed to like an American, like a Harley. Right. Uh, so Keanu Reeves actually builds these motorcycles in America, but it's the Italian style. Um, mm. Well, right now Keanu Reeves is getting his hands in the comic book world, uh, and he is starting with a blood-soaked comic book series called Berserker. That's B-R-Z-R-K-R exclamation point. Let's see. The action-packed, the hyper-violent Berserker centers on a warrior who looks a lot like a certain beloved actor uh, and has walked up blood path soaked across the world for centuries. In present day, the Berserker does dangerous jobs for the U.S. government in exchange for the truth about his existence. The first uh, the first release of the first issue is going to be October 7th. Okay. Um, and this is done by Boom Studios. Uh, and I've heard of them before. You have? Yeah. Okay, I'm sure I'm sure Greg knows all about Boom Studios. Uh, I wish he was here because I, he could give us the whole story on that. <laughs> <laughs> the history, uh, social I'm, security number. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, Keanu Reeves, he's currently in production for The Matrix 4 and John Wick 4, which, I mean, we're all eagerly wait, awaiting. Like, I don't know about you, man, but I'm, I'm really stoked for The Matrix 4. I am, too. I mean, I... The Matrix trilogy was like the be all end all, like back in the day. That was a big. That was a big deal. The so. first Matrix. I remember when the. I see the first Matrix was what ninety nine. Uh, I think, I think so. it's ninety nine, and then it the changed. S- it changed stuff. It changed. Oh God, people, yeah, it like, did. It changed cinema. It was massive. Absolutely. I just remember it being around, out around the time. Like it was a good period of movies at late nineties. You got Blade. Yep, Star Wars is coming back. Uh, Lord of the Rings, dude. A lot it, of good, it, like, yeah. A lot of big movie projects, and, and Matrix was near the top. I remember, the, I remember going to the Regal, and they had the big collector cups and <laughs> and stuff. It was a big deal. It's a big deal, dude. The uh, the collector cups, they're so cool, but they like, like, what's the point of them? <laughs> what they, is the they, fucking they point? They look awesome, but they have no value. Like literally, no value. You can hold on to those things for ten years, mint condition, and not make your money back. No. <laughs> and if you if you run them through the dishwasher, they're unrecognizable. <laughs> they're so they're. So it was stupid. my favorite water cup. It was my favorite. Water. The cheapest, the, the cheapest fucking plastic. Like that shit will give you cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's like what twenty bucks for a. It, it's five times the size of your bladder. How do you enjoy? <laughs> how do you enjoy a movie? Right. Good lord, man! I, I don't like, even. Oh, you gotta get the Star Wars collector cup. No, there's not even a cool like the when Last Jedi came out. Yeah. I'm like, there's not even a cool there character wasn't. in this. No, man. I and like, <laughs> I don't even get drinks when I go to the movies now because like like I would go see Lord of the Rings, sit through that, no issue, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like when when Avengers came out last year, I'm like, I could fucking handle this three hours, no big deal. Then it dawned on me, like when I saw Lord of the Rings. I was like 16. Yeah. My bladder is a lot different now than it was then. <laughs> Dude, like, I do not, like, I have a no drinks rule in the theater. It make, that's, that's smart. Smart. You got to navigate carefully. Uh-huh. When, if you get food and stuff, you got to navigate carefully. You get popcorn or the pretzel bites. No, the key is you. you bring, like, a bag of cocaine with you. Is that what it is? And you chop it up right on those little trays they have. You, you do a few lines of that. You sit there, grind your teeth, and watch a movie. You're not, and you don't need to drink anything. Is, is it cocaine have, like, a high sodium content? It kind of holds in all the water? I am making shit up, man. <laughs> I hope. I figured, I figured you were. I figured you were. So that's exciting news. Dude, he's like the he's like the quintessential human being. He's, he's such a good dude, but he's he's actually been pretty inspiring. I've been very, me- very I've been mentioning inspiring. how, like, I'm at a point in my life where I just want to try and do different things. Like, I just picked up a guitar. Like this past weekend, I want to okay, learn how to play the guitar. I saw that over there, and I thought maybe it was for just like some kind of video you have. You're actually no. in here teaching yourself how to play guitar. Yeah, I'll use an app, and I, but I'm like Keanu Reeves, is, yeah, because it's stuff, people like Keanu Reeves who just kind of do everything, right? He he just kind of wants to try everything. I'm okay. at that point in my life where I want to experience various, you know, experience oh, and learn different dude, things. No doubt, no doubt. So, um, I just got a new grill today. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel closer to Keanu Reeves now. You should. You should. <laughs> but I would like to show, uh, uh, for our listeners, I'm going to show my co-host here uh, some of the artwork for Berserker. And now take a look at this. Tell me how awesome this is. 
Oh wow! Isn't that beautiful? And now that, that how, looks like John. He's Wick. create yeah it, it, to yeah. a T. Now how much involved is like is he drawing this? Is he he's not story? drawing it? He's doing the story. Okay. And obviously his likeness. Uh, dude, this is exciting. I'm really stoked. I'm stoked for this, and especially like this is supposed to be like really really violent. When's it supposed to come out? October seventh. Okay. When it comes out, rest assured, I will review the first issue on here no, because I, I am I'm actually more excited about this than a lot of other things. Coming I hope out right it does now. well. I really hope it does well, dude. You know, I do too. People get weary about supporting some certain comics because of the different the publishing companies. Oh, it's not Marvel or DC or Image. It's too mainstream. You know, it's yeah. it's not main or it's not mainstream enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot. You've seen a lot of that. So yeah. I hope I hope he gets the support. I really do. I really do. I'm I'm always looking for a, some kind of new adventure. I know Greg eats that kind of stuff up. Oh yeah, so I'm man. sure he'd appreciate it greatly. Uh, on uh, just trailing off with this with with the comic book side of news. Uh, I don't know if you heard this, but The Walking Dead is going to re-release their entire series just in time for Halloween. Here's the thing, for the first time ever. The Walking Dead, in color. Hmm, kind of, uh, kind of intrigued there, aren't you? I like that. Yeah, kind of yeah, a little different, a little different. I mean, uh, the the black and white is iconic for the series, so I'm looking for. This is something I will probably not go out of my way to purchase, but it is definitely something that I will like look look into. Right, like, I, I'm curious as to how it's going to look colorized walking dead i don't know if it's just going to be the entire series or if things are going to be redrawn some uh, kind of new some kind of new dynamic or see what they should do is they should give you the black and white comic book right and then like everything on them is marked like one five like 18 different parts of their body <laughs> and then you make it with your own little watercolor gimmick there that would be you make your own like walking dead color comic book Does people still paint with watercolors i don't know <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I haven't heard the phrase watercolor since uh old greg like back in the day <laughs> it's been that long it's been that long Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> goddamn old Greg. You're taking it back there, man. That's everybody thinks that that was like a, a a sketch for YouTube when YouTube first started. That's actually a show called The Mighty Boosh. <laughs> Do you watch that? I've heard of it. The Mighty Boosh is a really clever show. It's very good. It's it's like Monty Python on acid. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mm -hmm. could definitely see that. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing. Uh. Let's talk, about, let's talk about that New Mutants clip. Yeah, so I think we're getting another release date for New Mutants, everybody. Oh, yes. In uh, case you forgot about this one. <laughs> they released another uh, clip. Uh, definitely, like it's it's mostly unseen footage. It's mostly unseen footage. Like it, I feel like they've had like so many new premiere trailers at this point that you would have seen the whole movie by now. Yeah. But it, it looks like they just keep adding. Uh, it, it's all new. It looks like it's new footage. So I'm generally excited. Uh, showed a little bit more of the character magic. Uh, kind of got around to everybody a little bit. So according to, well, according to Wikipedia, we all know that's 100% true all the time. August 28th, 2020. But I was also reading September 4th, I want to say. September 4th. And they're doing it on Disney Plus, so no Hulu. They're not waiting on that. I there you go, man. So I think this is key. And and I, I mean, do we do we do we go into a rant about Disney Plus? Is this, is this our segue into a rant about Disney Plus about uh, the lack of content? I feel like because I'm gonna say about seventy percent of the nation has Verizon Wireless, and all those people have Disney Plus for free right now, and they also lent it to five other people like I have and said, here, <laughs> jump on my Disney Plus account. Yeah. And it's like, what is the fucking point? Like, I other don't know than, anymore. It was other cool than like, yeah. The first month, two months, like after Mando came out and you you powered through that. Uh, other than that, I'm just kind of like sitting there like, what are we doing? You know. Just go back and watch Sleeping Beauty again? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh man, like you're just drunk at home. You're on your your fifth finger of scotch, and you're just like, I don't know, maybe Maleficent will win this time. 
Here we go. She's turning into a big fucking Godzilla. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. There goes that prince again, killing her. Yeah. They made it through the thorns. <laughs> and she's up. And then the fat floating ladies are all zapping each other. <laughs> zip it to do. It's blue. It's pink. Zip it to do. Doll zip it to day. Uh- <laughs> What? It's nothing, man. <laughs> nothing. I mean, since you're on the, since we're talking about Disney, <laughs> it fit in with the theme. It's I know the sure, movie's sure really did. bad. The sure song's did, wonderful and uh, this <laughs> and that. But yeah, I'm just. I think this might be a shot in the arm that Disney Plus needs. I'm disappointed. I don't know why I pay as much as I do. Well, it I don't w- pay. <laughs> <laughs> it was legit cool. Like the for the first couple, like like I said, the first couple months, you're getting all this stuff. It's all readily available. The old movies, uh, it's a Disney Vault. But you know, they promised, they promised these Marvel shows, and there, I don't think there's been like a new like legit pop culture series like series to draw people in since Mando. And Dude, I get it. The world has kind of turned to crap. But yeah, you it has had... turned to crap. And guess what? They have stuff that's already done. Yeah. What are they waiting for? Like, just give it to us. Yeah, like, why is New Mutants taking so long to show up on Disney Plus? Just it, put it out there. This movie has been done and pushed back for the last, like, two, three years. Yeah, man, I lost my job. I'm losing my fucking mind. I want to watch New Mutants. Yeah. Fuck. Get, uh, I could just slip away for a good hour, 45 minutes, and then bitch about how much it sucked. Which, I don't 90, know. 94 minutes. 94, 90, minutes. 94 minutes? Okay. <laughs> so an hour and 34. So. All right, all right. That's a great... That's, wow, that for a superhero movie? It's not bad, right? Dude, that's, that's... I'm so sick and tired of, like, these two and a half hour long superhero movies. An hour and a half? Dude, that's awesome. That's clutch. That's perfect. That's oh, probably, dude, I that's, that's great. A, I, that might be including credits, too, so that's not a bad... Dude, I don't know how that runtime goes. I don't but. know either. Less is more, man. Yeah, but uh, Disney Plus needs to step up. Um, definitely, like, I can't rant enough about it. I'm, I think I ranted about this two, three months ago, but uh, something's got to change. Something's got to be better, and we need we need this. Don't screw this up. No. Release don't. New Mutants on time when you're planning it, all right? So I have an investment. I mean, this is almost August 28th. Well, that says in theater. So I think September fourth is or September fourth, fifth, whatever that that rough estimate time. I think that's the that's the due date. But do something, <laughs> do something, Disney. Do something. Do something. Step up. Be somebody. Step up. Who'd you ever beat? <laughs> Fucking, they own the world. They don't. Honestly, they like beat they, everybody. They don't have to do it. anything either. They don't. It's just that fucking mouse. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was that. Also, Greg from the Grave wanted us to tell you that uh, Comic Con starts well uh, at the time or at date of release. It starts today, so there's a lot of stuff planned. Uh, wants you to let you want to let you know to pay attention to the Facebook page. We are going to cover it as I'll actually read through the programming schedule. Actually, send me the link for it. Um, Let's see. Okay, there's a lot. There's a lot of little. There's a lot of comic stuff. I th- I don't think Disney is going to be a part of it this year. Um, this. I'm not excited about this as I thought I would be. Oh, okay. Greg eats it up. No, Greg eats it up like the little comic stuff. There's a lot of different. Uh, there's a lot of different little little things. I don't know if I would invest a whole lot of time personally. Uh, but Comic Con's always exciting. It's a it's a different time period. It's, of course, it's free this year too. Which is uh, which is a big deal. Obviously, we all know it's going to be digital. So yeah. usually the tickets are pretty expensive to go there. Yeah, dude, because it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. And now, now it's not like there's no, like I, I just, like I'm looking at this thing. Insider art, a compendium of comics, crafts, and cats for all ages. Right up my alley, dude. Uh, I'm not watching any of this. <laughs> Owl, HBO Max, and Cartoon Network Studios, Adventure Time, Distant Lands. There's some, I mean, there's some, they're trying some stuff, but honestly, like, Comic-Con draw for me is what's happening with Star Wars. Oh, they're doing an AMC's The Walking Dead World Beyond. Mm. Like, Mm. but for me, it's like Star Wars. Like, I want to see Star Wars. I want to see Marvel. Yeah. MCU. Like, what's coming with it? That's the big draw. But now, uh, like, I don't know. I, I enjoy comics, but I'm more into the live action type stuff and it. We're not getting a whole lot of that. Not getting a whole lot of that. Nope. Um, but we're going to cover any big news that we get out of it. We will cover it on the Facebook page. Uh, I know Greg's excited. I don't want to take away from his excitement. No, exactly. It. Um, yeah, I don't want to be that Debbie Downer. But I'm excited because Greg's excited. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I know he likes to dive really, really, really deep into that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that's great. Uh, 
but also like I just hate the whole online thing. Like I just, I just. Dude. You were very against it when we talked about it before. You were very upset about it. I just want the world to shut down right now, man. <laughs> I know. I just That's want all it to be. I want. It's, at this point, if everything's going to be in front of this fucking computer screen or in front of my cell phone, just shut the world down. Yeah. I use that for porn. I don't want to use it for everything else. <laughs> you know, which, by the way, if you're, if you're a listener, I know you I know you watch porn. I know you do. There's you, a good chance. There's a very good chance that you, you've, you've already you're. You're getting when you're done with this. You're gonna get ready for round three. Uh, uh, what do we got next? <laughs> you have, no, 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 no. This is very important. I'm getting, I'm getting to something now. Okay. All right. Uh, and I also know that the most popular thing to go to is Pornhub. You have to boycott Pornhub and move over to Xvideos.com. Yeah. There's some bad stuff on Pornhub that they're not really regulating, so you have to go to Xvideos. That's all I'm saying. Sponsor us. Yeah, there you go. X video sponsor panel discussion. I, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I this is I feel compelled to get this out there just because of I am who I am. But Joe Bob Briggs, his show on Shutter is renewed for season three, which is totally awesome. And also, there is a Friday the Thirteenth sixteen dicks. It's, whoa. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> How Ladies many? and uh, 16 How many of, those? of them. Holy crap. Guys, join us again for next uh, <laughs> next week. We have a panel discussion. Uh, 16 disc box set. <laughs> you, there's a lot of Micah things that you do on the show, but that was the most Micah thing you've yeah, ever done man. on this show. Like, I'm like mad that like it wasn't even like intentional. It's, well, I guess that makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a... It's, so 16 dicks box set uh, for this Friday the 13th gimmick because of its 40th anniversary is going to be coming out, and it's loaded with just the be-all, end-all, everything if you're a fan of Friday the 13th like I am. And if you're if you're as hardcore as a fan of me where your whole left arm is covered in Jason Voorhees, then you're definitely going to be dropping close to 200 bucks on this. Uh, so you mentioned The Walking Dead. Uh, the uh, uh, Chucky series is going to be coming out in 2021. I'm talking about Child's Play, and I'm not talking about the one that Mark Hamill uh, did. This is actually Brad Dourif's Don Mancini. Don Mancini is the guy that did uh, uh, Child's Play, and he did all the sequels. He had Brad Dourif as the voice of Chucky. Of course, this other Child's Play is just a completely different universe. It has nothing to do with this. Uh, well, it's 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 a series. It's not. A, they're not doing any more movies. Uh, they're doing a series. It's going to be coming out next year on USA and Sci-Fi. I'm really looking forward to oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, USA and Sci-Fi? And Sci-Fi. It's coming out on both channels. Interesting. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. you're not going for a streaming service. I am, too, and it actually really bums me out because... It I don't have cable. Restrict a little bit, right? It, it's gonna it's gonna be the same shit that happened to uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead was on Showtime. Who has Showtime? Nope. Unless it's like a free, a free weekend. A free weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll have like a USA app. So I'm I'm hoping that at least this shows up like on Hulu after like the episode airs. Right. That's what that's what I'm I'm banking on. Uh, let's see. I. One more thing, and then I got one little ditty I want to talk about here. Uh, I, a couple weeks ago, I, I told you guys to watch Hannibal on Netflix. It's also on Amazon Prime. Well, it just turns out that the whole cast reunited on a Zoom call. They talked for like an hour. It's online, dude. It's actually sweet. I, uh, I watched. I didn't watch the whole thing because I have ADD. Uh, but, <laughs> but I watched I watched uh, tidbits of it here and there, and it is pretty much every main character that was on like the three seasons, and they're all, every one of them, including uh, Mads Mikkelsen who plays Hannibal Lecter, they are all lobbying very hard for a season four. Uh, season four, the creator of the show, uh, Fuller, he said that he actually wants. Uh, a nice uh, time hop in between season season three to season four, uh, and he wants to take Hannibal Lecter to the beach, which interesting is going to be way different from the other seasons. <laughs> and he also said that it's he's going to compare. He compared season four in his head to grumpy old men with cannibalism. Uh, and also, there is a uh, Agent Starling show in the works. Uh, 
who was Jody Jody Foster's character. Oh, right, right. From Silence of the Lambs and the possibility of a Silence of the Lambs series to come out in the next few years. So a lot of good horror stuff coming out. A lot of good horror stuff, man. Uh, and, of course, I do mention all this stuff, too, because these there were comic books of these characters. Right, right. Uh, so, Matt, did you know that in the 1970s, Godzilla was frozen, somehow shrunk down, and walked around New York City in a trench coat and fedora, kind of like the way Raphael did in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I did not know this. And and he, he stuck to the sewers, eventually got his strength back, and got really big to destroy New York City. Uh, and he fought the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. You're you're, lo- you're joking me, right? This is real. What? Yeah. In, this is an actual uh, like 1970s comic. This book? is a 1970s comic book series that Marvel put out, and it followed Godzilla from like his point of view, being like this broken down old lizard, covered like wearing street like hobo clothes, like trolling New York City, and then eventually finding a way to get big again, and the Avengers and Fantastic Four stopped him. That's cool. Please tell me you're covering this today. I'm not covering it today. I'm <laughs> letting you know this because I'm going to try to find a way to get to get this. Like oh, I, I oh, I'll get the actual physical it's book. Not, it's not in it's not in print, but I'm going to try to get this. And for the future, I do want to I do want to cover this. But I'll chip in. I just thought this. I do think I, I haven't really looked up like prices or anything yet. I think it's just called Godzilla vs. Avengers and Fantastic Four. I think. Um, but reading the synopsis behind it, where like Godzilla was like frozen and then shrunk, and then uh, it's just uh, dude, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, but yeah, the Avengers and Fantastic Four stopped Godzilla. So I had no idea that Godzilla was involved with Marvel at any point. In comic book history, I knew he did have a comic book. He had a few comic. I knew book he had runs. a comic book run when that movie came out with Matthew Broderick. Broderick, I think I found it online. You did? Well, the online version. Oh boy! Can you see the artwork? Godzilla looks it's, terrible. Yeah, he looks like a T Rex. Yeah, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Um, twenty-four issue run. What? What? Twenty-four issues. If this is the one I think it is, it came out in 1977, published by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla appears off the coast of Alaska, and S.H.I.E.L.D. is called in to patrol the problem. Nick Fury sends an agents of Dum Dum Dugan and Jimmy yep. Wu to tackle the monster while he f- flies in experts from Japan who have dealt with Godzilla before. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I'm so excited. The only man that could stop him is fucking Super Pro. That's the only man that could stop Godzilla. Unfortunately, Super Pro wasn't around until the nineties. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I'm right. getting the name right, right? <laughs> you did get the, yeah, Super okay, Pro. NFL Super, Super Pro. Pro. Hey, the worst superhero ever. Oh my god. And uh <laughs> Yeah, this artwork's terrible. Oh, the artwork is atrocious, dude. It's so seventies. Oh god, I I hate seventies artwork from comic books. It's so bad. I hate the feel of those comic books too. Yeah, like oh, rough ones of the pages. That, that weird, and... Like newspaper feel. <laughs> Ugh. Good God, what a weird time. Yeah. Uh, we definitely got to cover that, though, at some point. So a couple of recommendations for listeners out there. Movie, go on Hulu, uh, or I want to say even Netflix. Uh, Freddy's Dead, the sixth installment of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Watch Freddy's Dead. It's very mindless. It's very fun. Very, very fun. Uh, with even a cameo from Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr. Uh who were, you know, Hollywood's premier couple at the time for some fucking reason. You remember that? You're kind of young. I don't know if you remember that. <sighs> Roseanne and Tom Arnold being married that's, was like a huge thing in Hollywood. That's strange. That's oh, so weird, dude. Uh, and then for a show, if you guys uh, are done with a movie, you want something fun to watch, There, unfortunately, there is only one season of the show. It's on Hulu right now. I'm talking about Son of Zorn. Have you heard of that one, Matt? I have heard of. It. I have good. I've heard good things about it. Son of Zorn is absolutely phenomenal. It's like a uh, uh, Hannah Hanna Barbara uh, cartoon world mixed with the real world. Uh, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, and it is adult themed. 
and it's phenomenal. But I guess it took so long to produce, and it was very hard to make because of the, the low budget it had and having a main character, a cartoon, while everyone else was humans. I guess it was just like super hard, and they just said... It left the the show ended with a cliffhanger, but I guess they were just like ah yeah you know what, Screw it. It. this that's is it. this is too hard to do <laughs> way too hard yeah man but that's uh that's all I got do you have anything else I think I think that wraps it up I don't think we've gotten too much more news uh, let me just double check and see if you guys posted anything on the panel page uh, let's take a gander you guys. You guys seem to post some cool articles every now and then. Um, nope. No, nope. We talked about everything. The Hayden, Did we talk about the Hayden Christensen? I think we talked about Star Wars last week, me and Greg. Did you discuss Hayden Christensen being in uh, the Obi-Wan series? Yeah, that's you, five days you, ago, so no, we didn't. You didn't? Okay. But that's the ru- is, is that confirmed or it's is it a confirmed, rumor? It's not confirmed. It's a rumor by a pretty credible, usually credible page. Oh, is it by that uh, that that dick blocker guy or whatever he is, <laughs> cock blocker, whatever the guy that co- that leaks all the Star Wars shit. He might. Let me double check the source. Yeah. So I I know everyone. Game uh, rant. Gamer rant. That's not who Game I'm rant. thinking of. Uh, so there's there's a obviously like there's like a, that big rift in the Star Wars community is that like you got one side and everyone's like fuck Hayden Christensen. Everyone else. Is I got just a discussion like, with somebody last week about this. But then, like, I, I feel like it's an age gap. Yeah. I feel like your generation wants Hayden Christensen back. And honestly, for me, yeah, I do too because I like continuity. Like, yes. I, I need... That's very important for me. It's very important. We can't have somebody else play him now at this, at, at this point. And he fucking looks exactly the same. Just, like, a little... He just looks like yeah, it's some hair. Yeah, you'd be all right. Yeah, yeah, dude. He looks and it's it's no, it's it's fine. I, I yeah, I don't get upset because honestly, uh, like Anakin, like Darth Vader, it's a very to me, it's very relatable. Not that I would go and kill younglings and do stuff, but um, I thought Hayden played the role as best as he could, and I thought actually he, a, he did a pretty good job. Especially, I mean, the line, the the verbiage stunk. All right, there were some bad quotes and stuff. George Lucas, are, he he's admitted he's not great at, at some of these quotes that, that Hayden had to work with. But Ugh. I, you know what? Honestly, I loved Hayden, what Hayden had to offer the Anakin Skywalker character. It was cool. It's kind of cool when you look at him in Episode Three and then Episode Four because you try to picture and you read all the comics and you see how much he's changed. Yeah, over okay. that twenty years, I don't know. Like I try to picture somebody. And my parents did this to me a lot. They put people put you up on a pedestal. Don't right. put the pussy on the pedestal, man. <laughs> they Anakin's character was put up on a pedestal from a very young age. You're the chosen one. That's a lot of pressure, right? That is. And then so everybody, much pressure. you're the chosen one. You're the one who's supposed to be balanced the force, all right? And you get you get treated like shit by your fellow Jedi. Uh, and then you have the Dark Lord of the Sith, who's the Supreme Chancellor. Manipulating at you, playing at your little fears, and right, we we kind of we chastise politicians to do this stuff, playing at your little fears, picking at your ego, striking it a little bit, trying to strike a flame, uh, confusion. You don't know what to think. You don't you don't know what to think. And I I thought Hayden played that part expertly. The angry, whiny, confused. I, I can I can relate to that because my parents gave me this. They they patronize me a lot. I love them to death. I love them to absolute death. But they made me, you know, that I can do no wrong. My shit doesn't stink kind of mentality. And then I look back on some things. I know I'm a very flawed person. Uh, It's hard to be put up on a pedestal and have to be brought back down to reality. And I thought Hayden, like, you get angry. You get angry at the world for stuff like that. You want things to go a certain way. And I, I really thought that Hayden played Anakin to that part perfectly. My, um... My Anakin is how he was represented on the Clone Wars. That's for a lot of That's, people. A lot of your generation was. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's you can tell that they they really tried to fix that character and fill in the gaps in between. And the movies I look at is just like, hey, these movies are these movies because these are the times where Anakin had his fucking meltdowns and his whiny moments, and yeah. obviously when he turned. Yeah, to you didn't see everything in between. The stuff uh, in, in between, yeah. it's just like, hey, you know what? Anakin's actually pretty cool, and uh, we're going to show you that in the show. Right. Yeah. So that's 
that's the Anakin that I I like to go to. Yeah, there's a point across when you're trying to do a movie. You're, you're there's a point you want to get across. Actually, there's a story you, you want to tell heavily. When you're doing a TV show, you're trying to sell action figures. You can have a little bit better character yeah. development and, and this and that. Well, like it's Natalie Portman and uh, Hayden Christensen. They actually they 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 were ribbing George Lucas into making George Lucas think that they were terrible actors, but George Lucas liked it so much he left it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different perspective to look at it. That's the, yeah, interesting. That's, that's how I convince myself that. But no, I hope he. I hope he is. Obviously, there's going to be. I, I don't want him to be a sole focus, but honestly, like a one-off appearance would make would do me happy, or like a flashback every like every now and then that kind of haunts Obi Wan. I think that would be appropriate. I don't want overkill. I don't want overkill. Uh, you got to think this was take place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I th- think, well, Disney kind of tossed all that away, but from a book perspective, comic book perspective, Obi-Wan knows of Darth Vader at this point. He's heard the name. Uh, I actually read Dark Lord. It was the book that came, took place right after Revenge of the Sith, and Obi-Wan was drinking at a bar in Mos Eisley, and he heard on the news about Darth Vader killing a bunch of people or whatever on Kashyyyk, and he, like, fainted. So he knows that Darth Vader's still around, but I don't know if he knows what he looks like. Well, yeah. So I don't know. Um, so there's different ways to kind of bring him back, haunt, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, again, it's all rumored. We don't know. I, I'm just I'm really curious as to how how the show is going to go. And also, uh, Ewan McGregor's daughter, she posted on her Instagram a picture of Ewan McGregor grilling uh, at like a family cookout, hair and beard, straight like on point Obi Wan. Really? Yep. Good. Yeah, so I he I was always really good at getting character. Like he had a lot of pull in episode three, where he wanted his like, he wanted his facial hair and and his even his own hair to kind of resemble like a younger Alec Guinness. Yep, like he, yeah, that was that was his that was his approach. He, he's actually a very good like student of the game when it comes to his approach. Uh, dude, it breaks my heart that Alec, he, Alec Guinness, he he hated Star Wars. That like really bums me out. Isn't it sad? Yeah, it is. I mean, Harrison Ford kind of, I don't know, I think Harrison Ford really gives a shit, really. He but He got paid. But I, Alec Guinness comes from this era of uh, very sophisticated and fanciful actors. And I, I think it was it was, it was was deemed, like, silly because it, it was a breakthrough. Like, it was a huge breakthrough. That movie changed a lot, like, science fiction. Yep. It birthed, I think me and Greg talked about this, uh, it birthed a whole generation of nerds. Oh, and no And, like, doubt. at the time in 77... You got to think those those actors who are in those very serious roles were like this is ridiculous. And it, just it's, it's, just it's like, like a, when it's like when like uh, our generation music versus our parents' generation music. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, it's it's wild too because just like Friday the Thirteenth in the eighties with all the slashers, there were so many blatant Star Wars ripoffs. Yeah, and I've I've seen a lot of them. Good lord, they're terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I. Uh, but, oh, uh, dude, we could talk forever. We could talk forever because yeah. of we always, we, I think we always, we might as well just have like a 15 minute slot dedicated to Star Wars talk every week. Call and it I, the Star Wars Corner. I'm okay with that. I'm honestly <laughs> okay with it. I'm really okay with it. But, uh, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to cover some comics today. Uh, Micah, do you want to start off this week? Dude, the comic book I picked, I actually forgot that I hate it and it sucks. <laughs> And I thought it was. I'm like, you know, no, I'm gonna do this because it's actually kind of cool. Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom. Uh, Howard Lovecraft, of course, is a play on H.P. Lovecraft. Right. Uh, and it's uh, it's him. His it's it's him as a kind of like a preteen. Like I'm gonna say, maybe he's like 11, maybe 10. And he's got himself a little ragtag group of other weirdos howard lovecraft is a uh i'm gonna compare him to uh i'll, I'll compare him to paranorman if you remember that oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. okay kind of like that uh almost like uh uh vincent do you remember the short vincent by uh tim burton Mm, I've I've heard of it. I don't know it's, if I'm heard visually. It was before Nightmare uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton made a short called Vincent, all about like this little goth kid, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's adorable and it's fantastic because it's 
It's Tim Burton. Uh, unfortunately, this kind of falls flat. Uh, the artwork in this is very childlike, which, uh, man, if you take a little take a little peek here, let me know what you think of this. It's very cute, very it is cute. very cute and all. And what the, well, what this what this comic book did, and what I appreciate is that they're opening up this whole world of H.P. Lovecraft to a younger generation. Wait, does Burton uh, have anything to do with this? Burton has nothing to do with this. This was uh, Sean Patrick O'Reilly and Bruce Brown. Uh, okay, the that's, art. That's what I'm like. That's the first thing I noticed when I look at the art is that Burton influence. Very heavy. Uh, yeah, kitty yet. Yes, spooky. I, and that's definitely what they're going for. It's almost like an Adventure Time looking. Uh, yes, kind yes, of, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, now it's uh, they have uh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu's with them, but they call Cthulhu Spot. Cthulhu's very cute, uh, and he's just kind of like hanging out with everybody. Uh, <laughs> one of them has magical powers and turns uh, a mound of snow into a giant uh, snow monster. It runs into a cave, and well, in the cave is uh, oh god, what is it called? It's so H.P. Lovecraft. Are, if, if you're aware of Lovecraft horror, you understand like all the different types of uh, creatures, like Rala, uh, the the sh- the show goth and stuff like that. And all these creatures are in there. Uh, you know, like the uh, the slimy creature with the, the that's covered in like thousands of eyeballs. Yeah, yeah stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, there's the the other one with like the tentacles that makes you just you look at it and you just start hallucinating and go insane. Um, there is a, a a lot of different characters in here, uh, and it is cute, it is cool, but it just it kind of falls flat. And it turned out uh, one of the reasons why they they start they started this uh, series back in uh, back in 2016 was because they. Uh, they were going to turn it into uh, Shout Factory was distributing it into like an actual like movie, uh, and it, they did. It stars Mark Hamill, but it, it's like uh, that Pixar style, you know, CGI stuff. Right. But it is like it's bad. It looks like it was made like in like 1999, uh, maybe like 98, 97, like just just like bad graphics. Toy yeah. Story, kind of Toy Story, like yeah. yeah, not as good. Not as good. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, so it's H.P. Lovecraft. Famed horror and fantasy writer, once just Howard Lovecraft, a strange and lonely child combining history and the imagined worlds of the internationally renowned Arthur H.P. Lovecraft is the story of Howard Lovecraft and the Frozen Kingdom. The award-winning graphic novel is being produced by Arcana as a full-length animated feature film distributed by Shout Factory in August 2016. And, uh, yeah, so it just... I don't know. It kind of falls flat for me, and I'm really bummed out that I picked something that I, I hate this week. It happened. It Honestly, does. Did you ever hear the story of me and X-23 number four? No, sir. All right. I picked up this book. This is way back in the day when it was myself, Greg, and, and Gullo. Not oh, Jesus, it's almost been two years. Uh, all right, so I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to diversify myself. I'm going to go out outside of the box, something I would normally pick up for a comic book reading. And there was this book, X-23, number four. I was like, ooh, X-23 is a cool character. Yeah. It's got to be a good book. It was awful. Ugh. It was so bad. There was, like, no dialogue. I didn't know what was going on. I read, I had to read through the book five times to try and try and gauge what was happening, and I just could not gauge it. Really? Yeah. It was bad. Ah. It, 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 it was unfortunate. I just I legit had no clue what was going on. It was I mean obviously if you, if you pick up a, a number four, it's it's a, in between. It's in the <laughs> middle of a story yeah, usually, yeah. so it's a tough spot. But if you don't, I don't know. There's just a way you have to produce certain books where you just gotta know. You you, you kind of have to be able to relate like previous. You know, go backwards. You gotta. People should be able to catch on to the story. So X twenty three number four is my like most loathed comic book I've ever read in my life. Yeah, so I I apologize to the listeners about not reviewing something fun, something good, but I'm just telling you to avoid uh, Howard <laughs> Lovecraft, unless maybe you have a uh, 
you know, maybe like a niece who's getting into spooky stuff like Beetlejuice and stuff like that, this would be good for her. It's a, uh, do you think it's like age appropriate for a younger kid? Like maybe you don't Absolute, appreciate it, absolutely. but it would be. I thought I would appreciate it because I like it when they turn stuff like this into almost childlike. Like I think it's it adds like a different element. It it opens up the audience. Yeah. This just isn't well written. Um, but That's tough. but but it would be ideal for a kid. Uh, which speaking of, I uh, so I do have a niece that's in that's getting into the macabre, and she's going to be six oh, wow. in December. She's already, and I know everyone does the whole like, oh, she's just so advanced in her. <laughs> Dude, this girl is she's she's so awesome that we actually uh, she wanted to watch a movie the other day. And I'm like, sure, sweetie, what do you want to watch? And she goes, I want to watch Army of Darkness. And I put on Army of Darkness, and she went to hide behind the couch for one scene, uh, and then peeked around and goes, that's not that scary. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's not. Get over here, kid. <laughs> like, this is what happens when you let Uncle Micah babysit you. <laughs> You watch you watch fucked up movies. <laughs> Army of Darkness. There you go. Oh, I'm all about it. That's yeah, awesome. I, she loved it. She just is sitting there like in awe. And she's asking me questions and like just absolutely loved Army of Darkness and it melted my heart. That's good. So you know what? Maybe I'll give this to her. She might appreciate it. Yeah. Or maybe she'll think she'll be like, this sucks. You know. I mean, yeah, she'll be in my <laughs> shoes. This sucks. Where's uh? I don't see where's that. Where's Bruce Campbell in this? What the fuck? <laughs> I hope she says that verbatim. <laughs> I do. I don't know her on a personal, but I hope she says She's that. She's a sweetie. Good. Uh, but yeah, so next week, I promise our listeners, I'm going to find something really fucking cool to make up for this. Star and Wars. And i already probably going to be Darth Vader number 15. No, 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 no. No, fuck that, dude. We're going Deadpool, man. I love it. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. All right. So I went, uh, you know, you guys know me. I'm a Marvel guy um, for the most part. But I want to go look and look at, well, one, this is my favorite, one of my favorite comic book covers of all time. Uh, two, this oh, character. No way. This character yeah. is, uh, one of the characters is pretty misused, I think, in the MCU. And that's Hawkeye. All right. Uh, so right now, the <laughs> book we're looking at. He doesn't have any superpowers, Matt. That's why. No one gives a shit about I know, Hawkeye. I know. I know. Every time I hear Hawkeye, I just crack another beer, man. Just, <laughs> there we go. So the book I'm covering is uh, Avengers number 223 from September of 19... Oh, I don't think it was 1963, but they're probably... It's probably a couple years into this point. They might be in the 70s, late 60s uh, for this run. But the run started... Go, go Scroll back up, please. All right, so the cover of this, it has, it's, this is that iconic cover of uh, Ant-Man sitting on top of one of Hawkeye's arrows, and the point of view is looking straight at Ant-Man, and it says, when Ant-Man and Hawkeye join forces, somebody's gonna get it. <laughs> the writing back in the day, oh, love it. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's just how simple things were. It, it's so simple. You can't, so simple. You can't get away with that now. Wow. All right. So, uh, but yeah, I wanted to give some love to Hawkeye because uh, my sister-in-law actually has a big. I think she reads the newer Hawkeye, some of the newer Hawkeye books of the last like ten years. How are they? Uh, I've heard the. I've heard good things about them. I've heard good things about them. I haven't read them personally, but she's like, she she reads a lot. She she reads a lot of books, and she was like, she's like, man, MCU Hawkeye, whack, comic book Hawkeye. Awesome, and <laughs> and I can like she's very sassy in that regard. I um, love him in the movies. <laughs> I I wish he had a bigger role. I think he played the role part. You can't have too many big time heroes. I just I would have loved to have seen him in costume at least once, or at least some form of his costume. Uh, ah, yeah. maybe not the mask. Yeah, definitely not the mask. Maybe the color. Maybe the the, the rest of the, the get up though. But yeah. Um. So this is an Avengers title, but it focuses on Hawkeye. And eventually, at some point, Ant-Man. It actually starts off, that's Hawkeye, Clint Barton, uh, walking around a carnival, I think. Let's see. Carson Carnival of Traveling Wonders. It doesn't say where they're at. It could be Coney. I don't know. That looks like Coney. It Island, does. With the, the roller coaster. It yeah, looks the like roller Coney. coaster and the, the shitty games. <laughs> 
I love Coney yeah. Island. I love it. I went to them for the first time uh, two years ago. Fourth no July shit. Weekend. Yeah. So cool. Was it a good time? It was a good time. You could like. I'm a big fan of the movie The Warriors, and oh, to be there yeah, was yeah, like. Yeah. It tickled my fancy, and it's like it, it's a big part. Like it's a big part of Coney Island culture, but they don't force it on everybody. You know what I mean? Like, like what do you mean? So everybody, I mean, anybody who's seen The Warriors knows that. It, you know, their base is in Coney it's, Island. It's Coney Island, yeah. But it's not like warrior shit plastered all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, it, not every shop is like, oh, the Warriors. You could, you could buy merchandise and stuff from the show or this and that. It's just kind of like this casual, like, if you know, you know type of vibe. Do you like? Do they have like 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 extras that were in the movie, like working at booths? Like, <laughs> yeah, forty years ago, I was in that movie. I was one of the rogues. Two minutes, <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah. might. Uh, but it's not like a Disney World type thing where like they like Disney World knows they're famous because of Mickey Mouse, and Mickey Mouse is literally on everything. Coney Island, it, it has a rich history, but the Warriors, I think, really gave it this this cult following, and it's not plastered everywhere. It's just it's just right. Uh, it's just right. But anyway, so he's shown up. Uh, Hawkeye, Clint, is he's got this notice of the, the traveling traveling wonder circus. And on the back of it, it's, uh, it says help. No, it says help. And he's looking for somebody, an old acquaintance of his, because I believe he's familiar. He used to work in the Kearney. He was a Kearney. That was, his, uh, that was his, his previous life before this. He didn't have the cool, elaborate, you know, shield background. Um, he just... He was a crook back in the day, as, as Richard Nixon once said. I am not a crook. <laughs> yeah, right. A <laughs> <Our> crook. Uh, <laughs> so he, he's tailing this person. He gets pushed by a bunch of, bunch of goons. He gets into his Hawkeye garb, and then it skips to Scott Lang. Like this is comic book Scott Lang. It's so seventies. I don't like. There's not a single that Paul hair. Rudd, right? My God, it's not a single like Paul Rudd. Obviously, I mean, this is way before Paul Rudd took the role. But I don't like the the the, the suit. He looks the undershirt. Like, he looks like if like Carrot Top cut his hair <laughs> and kind of dressed. I not even say kind of dressed up because I guess by today's standards, this would be silly. But is that a maroon suit? It's a mar- I think that's a maroon suit. A lot of earthy colors in the 70s. Yeah. You like a nice deep brown suit to match your deep brown shag carpet, to match your deep brown Car. couch with your fucking with your orange. Wagon. Your- <laughs> yeah, with your fucking wood panel walls. Ugh. Ah, uh, the 70s. Anyways, he's with his daughter, Cassie. They're at the carnival, and she's like, oh, I want to I wanna ride this ride, and... He's just like he wants to ride this. She wants to ride the spin and heave, and he goes, "It's just not ladylike," which is so weird. Um, it's just not ladylike. That's what he says. What is it called? The spin and what? The spin and heave. Oh, eh, all right. That's. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but he's whatever. He's buying her cotton candy, and he's, she's like, "Oh, you dropped a marble." And it's actually his Ant Man suit. He just found the way he carries it. He just shrinks it and carries it in his pocket. He carries the suit in his pocket. Kind of ingenious. You, you could lose that. He that that becomes a focal point actually at some point. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, it gets in the popcorn. <laughs> he eats a boot. <laughs> yeah, right. You end up like taking a dump, and then this giant like <laughs> suit comes out of your ass. <laughs> it's so strange. But anyway, she's eating cotton candy, and he takes a look, and Hawkeye is just running through the middle of this carnival in his suit with his bow. Totally nonchalant, uh, by the way, and. Scott Lang's like, oh, I'm not an Avenger, but seeing a fellow <laughs> costume crusader, uh, whatever. So he takes her over to the to the to the spin and weave ride or whatever. And spin, spin and heave. Spin and heave. Spin and heave. Spin and heave. And he straps her in and he gives the he gives the guy who's running the machine a bunch of money. He goes, let her ride till this runs out. I'll be back soon. <laughs> Here you go. What? Dude, this guy, <laughs> this carny is you're going to put your underage daughter, like, you're giving this guy a stack of money. The guy looks like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Hey, hey, hey. Listen here. You want your daughter to ride this? <laughs> you got to pay, all right? There's something I got to tell you in accordance to Megan's law. But luckily, it's the 70s. This ain't around. Yeah, she could ride this just fine. <laughs> here, watch my daughter. Good God. She can ride on it until this runs out. Literally a stack of money I'm, where the fuck did he get that money from apparently scott lang's a very rich man maybe yeah. he stole it i don't know maybe uh 
so whatever Hawkeye's in the uh, in this uh, he finds this girl this old acquaintance and and they start to they they go after them in private she's she's a hottie she I was just gonna say she's got she's got some fucking cum gutters on her shit those are obliques <laughs> for our listeners yes uh, <laughs> I like it when a lady's got obliques all right <laughs> all right time stamped uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't censor me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, anyways, <laughs> don't censor me. <laughs> Fucking censor me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was censored on the last show. No, that won't happen. Jesus. That won't happen. Thank um, you. So, whatever. So, Hawkeye's talking with this girl, and then they hear, they hear a noise. And um, Scott Lang's looking for a suit. He's looking. He has to hit it. There's so, it's like a gas. It's not even the pin particle. He hits it with like a little, what do they call it? A bobby Safety pin? pin. Safety pin. He pops it and it grows and he just throws it on. And but he was he was worried because look at he's searching through his pockets and look at oh where's my other where, where'd my other boot go? And he's it's like, like trying to find a contact lens. Man. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. I tell you what though, that OG uh, Ant Man suit is sweet. I love that helmet. I I popped when they showed I it in Endgame. Love, when they showed it in yeah. Endgame, I was very excited. Yes. About it. Yeah, that was super cool. Very, yeah. very well done. Uh, but anyways, the lights turn on, and oh my god, his taskmaster! Oh shit! Yeah. Oh okay. This, taskmaster. This took, this took a turn. A really cool turn. Taskmaster's, taskmaster's awesome. just He's just trying to ride the fucking spin and heave. <laughs> he, well, if you don't know, for the listeners who don't know a taskmaster, he's supposed to be the one of the main villains in Black Widow. All right, his ability, he's actually like. Street level, like a like the one of the greatest like street level villains of yes. all time. Yeah, masters. He just watches stuff. He has like this photographic memory where if he sees somebody doing something, and he actually references this a bunch. I don't know if this is his debut. I don't think so. But he shows off a lot, like it is his debut. I'd have to do some research on the way that. he introduces himself and monologuing. Hold on, go back up to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, what uh, what is the dialogue there for his? Sure. Closer. Let me. Uh, What's the dialogue there for his introduction? Right, so let's see. Hawkeye's like, oh, gym equipment in a shooting range, even a combat flight simulator. This place looks like a training ground for World War Three. Okay, so this is him talking here. Well, let's talk. Yeah. And what? Going. Yep. Let's see. And what better setting for the world's greatest trainer, namely the Taskmaster? Little monologue in there for yeah, you. A little. And then Hawkeye's like, oh yeah, I remember reading about you in the Avengers files. You're some sort of goon peddler. So they don't. Like it doesn't seem like he's too well known at this point. I again, I'd have to look. Uh, oh my god, dude, this dialogue is amazing. Yeah, I remember. They're okay, so they're just standing there, like pointing at each other, and Hawkeye says, "Yeah, I remember reading about you in the Avengers Files." Like, what the fuck? What <laughs> Avengers Files? This is the seventies. He's like, like pulling out, like filing that. Just like, let's see, get to the T's. Okay, Taskmaster. <laughs> Turns out he's a dick with a photographic memory. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like just like, <laughs> like the Dewey Decibel system, but it's like the Avengers shit. Like, Taskmaster, Taskmaster. Sure, ah, here we yeah. are. B12, let's pull this out. <laughs> uh, but he's pretty much explaining what he does. He's like, oh, I take incompetent small-time hoods and work them into efficient small-time hoods, and then I make a bundle by renting them out to rich, top-of-the-line crooks as muscle. So he's uh, he's a he's a villain trainer. He's awesome, and he has like a cap shield almost. Uh, it's yep. a shield that represents that. Uh, he is like a mix of Doctor Doom, Captain America, Hawkeye, and like, Moon he makes a couple other cool references too, because uh, he he has like cap like reflexes, uh, photographic reflexes. That's what he calls it. He throws the shield at Hawkeye, then he does like look, I can Spider Man, and then he makes a Daredevil reference at one of these points. Um, but yeah, so he's he's got that. And he's just taking Hawkeye to he's just taking him to town, taking him to the cleaners. He's got the the, the girl that sent out the. SOS. He's all about this large-breasted redhead. <laughs> he is. It says God, she's hot. <laughs> she's pretty attractive. And then here comes Ant Man doing his in. best impression of the Juggernaut. <laughs> he get he shrinks. He flies on his little his little ant flying ant buddy. He's got the bunch of ants following him into battle. He goes into the tents and he sees that Hawkeye's locked up in a cage with a lion. Oh man, <laughs> the lion's gonna get Hawkeye. And Ant Man grows and throws the lion into the cage. It looks like it's electrified, maybe. 
It's kind of the effect. I feel like I feel what bad. The fuck? I know it's kind of messed up. Carol Baskin wouldn't stand for this. <laughs> no, not in the slightest. Because you're like, uh, all right, what's up, you cool cats? <laughs> so, all right, so they beat the lion, and oh, good. Ant Man's like, okay, he 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 sprays this 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 canister, the gas, and it's shrinking stuff, and they shrink down to size. They escape, they escape, and then he pops them back up to size. And Hawkeye and and Ant Man team up to fight him. Uh, some cool stuff. Some cool stuff. He gets them a little bit. Uh, they go back and forth. All the ants are biting all the other goons. And he goes to launch like a rocket or something. They, they go back and forth. He goes to launch like this this, this rocket or some sort of uh, some in the cannon. And this is where the kind of the fame. Yeah, this little this guy in the rocket suit. I, I forgot what they're targeting. Um, but it's really cool. So. Just load it. Just load it. And it's like, just do it. And it's it, it leads up to the scene. He's on top of it. He shoots it up in the air. Ant-Man's flying high. It almost looks like a sentinel a little bit. Yeah, kind of. Just a little bit. It, it lodges it's in. It's like a sentinel if it was a fuck doll. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get one of those? Uh, if it had, like, tits? Uh, nice tits? Debatable. Okay. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> so, anyway, it's actually kind of a scene reminiscent of... It reminds me of the, the the callback that Michael Douglas did when he was talking about his wife, the original Wasp in the MCU. A little bit. He's on the missile. He's yeah. trying to he's trying to you know defuse it. He's on it, and he actually does. And it's pretty cool. The event. The rest of the Avengers show up. Taskmaster gets away, uh, but they defuse this uh, this this rocket slash bomb, and that's kind of the end of it. And <laughs> Scott's back in a suit. Uh, Cassie, oh no. Cassie, are you okay? Gee, I didn't, I didn't mean to leave her on that contraption for so long. Uh, say something to me, and I'm a little tired right now, Daddy. But can we come back and ride the spin and heave again tomorrow? Tomorrow again? Sigh, kids, and that's how it ends. Uh, like this. God, <laughs> look at his face. He seriously looks like. Carrot he looks Top. like uh, the yeah, looks like Carrot Top. Almost looks like uh, Arcade, the villain. The X Men villain, okay. Spider Man X Men villain. He does. He also kind of looks like uh, Boogie Nights, Dirk Diggler. Yes, it's this book is so sixties and seventies, so sixties and seventies. But it was really cool because, like I said, Ant Man, well, Ant Man and Hawkeye, uh, they're not the most highly regarded superheroes nowadays. Um, They're not. I feel like they are more now than they were then. Ant. Yes, I can agree with that. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, but still, they, they pale in comparison, I think, a lot of the times. The movies definitely help, but they pale a lot in comparison to uh, your Captain Americas and Iron Mans and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. So it was kind of cool to see yeah. them get their own little Avengers title and just and just do their thing. Uh, so I took great joy of that. And like I said, it's my one of my favorite how comic did book you, covers of all time. How did you find this one? Uh, I actually had a, a Scott Lang Ant-Man compilation before. Yeah. And I was read the whole book, and I seen it, and then I was uh, I, I read the whole thing. And this was one of the stories in it, and I was like, "Oh, I'll go find it online and recap it for uh, for today." So uh, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did because I don't think we've talked about too much Hawkeye in here. We haven't done too much Scott Lang Ant Man uh, on this show. There's a lot of character like big characters that we haven't touched like touched talk about yet. And those two are definitely some that uh, could use a little love. So uh, I'm happy with it. It's a classic Avengers tale. And like I said, the cover covers covers awesome. The story's pretty great. Pretty great. I was I like those like seemingly random team ups. You oh, know, yeah, the, those, those random character team ups. They legit did a Marvel team ups. Uh, they had a run for a little while. The Marvel team ups, and we covered a couple of them. They're rather rather short. I did one with uh, Venom and Wolverine that was pretty cool from back in the back when Venom first came out in the nineties, early like early nineties. Venom and Wolverine together, yeah. teaming up, teaming up. And this is before Venom even uh, was a tweener or a, a face. Way before that. This That's is like very or, interesting. Like, this is like the like his original animation style. Where he's just very, very like dark. There wasn't a whole lot of detail. Like you see, you know, like the like the like ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah. Are you uh? Have you have you reviewed that on here before? Uh, because it it was spread it spread out over so many books. I've talked. I did one of the issues. It was really the. It was like four issues in one. So it was pretty short. But I would like to take a look at the entire run. Matt Johnson is very good at bringing a comic book to life, uh, especially when. You're uh, especially when he's 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 into it. 
I wasn't into my comic book at all, so I kind of really fell short. Uh, but you're really good at bringing a comic book to life, and so is Greg. Um, we all are, and I, I feel like everybody I, is an off. I feel like I have a handle when I truly enjoy what I'm reading. Well, what I'm getting at is, I would love if you brought that Venom and Wolverine uh, series to life on the show. Okay. I would absolutely love that. And not just a single issue. I would love it if you brought I'll the whole I'll stream it together. I'll here. find the yeah. whole series and I'll, I'll put it together. I'll do it next week. I would absolutely love week. that. Uh, to play on that, I got something in my head that I uh, I want to do for next week to make up for this this one this week. I, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I plug something real quick? Go for it. All right. Uh, guys, I... Of course, you're all aware of what's going on in the world, that the gyms have been closed since March. Uh, the gym that I work for, Terry's Workout Center in North Buffalo on Hurdle Avenue, is going to open up July 27th. Unfortunately, the inside of the gym will not be open. The outside of the gym, the parking lot, brand new, well-paved parking lot, is going to be open uh, for members and non-members for $10 if you show, show up. Now... The, the deal is, is uh, these are all going to be outdoor classes. I am going to be instructing, but the first class that I'm going to instruct is July 29th. That's a Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. I would absolutely love it if you're in the Buffalo, New York area, uh, western New York area, that you show up to the gym and let me uh, work out with you. Outdoors, it's gonna be. Uh, it'll be definitely be a good time, and it'll be really nice to get that gym camaraderie back again. No, yeah, I mean, you gotta. It's it's a tough time right now, so I think it's really cool that you guys are allowed to do that and the capacity that you are. And if I, you have COVID nineteen, don't show up. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, but I can assure you, like I, I deal with Micah on a regular basis, weekly, um, and even before this, I seen him at at least on average about at least once a month, right before he really joined the show. Fun personality. Uh, if you're into that workout thing, if you miss your gym, <laughs> I can assure you you're going to have a good time with Micah. Um, you're going to have a good time with me. Yes, absolutely. Always. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I'm even a... heard from people who've done workout workouts with you and heard good things in regard. So. I do not. I'm not annoying. I don't push you really hard or anything like that. It's you just, just want to have fun and a good workout. have fun and just want to keep your body moving. Exactly. So, yeah, go go check that out. Um, what was the address for Terry's? Oh, God. It's on Hurdle Avenue. In North Buffalo, Hurdle and Sterling Avenue. Uh, it's Terry's Workout Center. That is, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry to put you on the uh, 1473 Hurdle Avenue, Buffalo, New York. All right. So keep that address. Keep that date and time in mind. Yep. And uh, go support our friend Micah. Ten bucks, man. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, but that is a wrap for us this week. All right. Hopefully, uh, Greg will be back next week. We'll have uh, some more comic books to review. Hopefully, some more news to talk about. Maybe recap Comic-Con a little bit. And uh, but thank you for your support as always. And uh, yeah, join us next week. Let's get nuts! from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on Beyonce.